Is it hear no evil or speak no evil? Speak no evil. I always think it's hear no evil because you listen to a podcast, right? Okay. Yeah, but you also talk on a podcast, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us at the Speak No Evil uh, podcast tonight. It is our um, first podcast of the jury questioning. I'm here with our wonderful host, Mason. Hey, guys. It's host Mason versus Freddie. Our good friend, Ellen. Hey, everybody. The wonderful Beth. Hi. Good friend of the cast, Tracy. Hi, everyone. Stream Why Not by Luna. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Noel. I don't remember if I actually said my name. And we are joined by the uh, uh, two of our jury members, Aisha and Kaylee. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So I think tonight we're just uh, having a chat about your guys' game. We have some questions for you. Um, obviously, we can just conversate and shoot the shit if we want to. We love conversating. It's conversed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. That'll, be, that'll do. Thank you. We're conversating tonight. I can say what I want. Honestly, it's your podcast. Period. He's a, he played soccer in college. That means he's a top, guys. Treat him with respect. What's a top? <laughs> That's so funny because I'm Fake not. News. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Did you ask what a top was? No, I did not ask that. I did. It was me. Not but I was Ellen. kidding. Okay, I got you. I was I, like, I'm, I have enough gay I've, friends to know. I picked up the well, gay lingo. Ellen, sit down, and we'll start off with the podcast explaining bottoms and tops, and okay. then we'll move in yes. to the conversation. <laughs> I'll I'll have you know, Ellen watched the Ellen watched so much Drag Race in preparation for Quantum Heroes. She's like a, a, a professional honestly, gay rights activist now. I I, I honestly <laughs> thought you were gonna say Ellen watched so much porn. I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. We're off to a great start. We are off to a great, great trainer for the start. Top or bottom, where we just evaluate um, every celebrity and we guess whether or not we believe top or bottom. Oh, listen, I love that favorite game show. So, uh, Aisha and Kaylee. um, So far, the first three jurors have been. Um, the two of you and Rashad, uh, you know, with three Haddonfields out of the game, um, what are the chances you think that any of the remaining ones can pull it together and and clinch a win? We can start off with Aisha. Um, low. I think that they. <laughs> I was kind of partially responsible for like the demise of Haddonfield, but I think that the way that they played this last round, um, really solidified their fate in this game. I don't think that any of them have much of a chance to make it very far. Um, with the exception of maybe Linus or Shane, I think that Shane's challenge abilities is going to keep him 
in the game for a while. It's just a matter of the second he's not immune. Um, can he keep that momentum? And then Linus, I think that they're going to kind of bring him to the end if they can as um, an easy win. But um, they probably shouldn't do that for themselves because I'm not voting for any of them but Linus. <laughs> Kaylee, do you agree? I totally agree. I think no one wanted to like, take out any threats. They were all complacent with yeah. where they were. And so, like, everyone was just fucking around. I'm going to cut. Everyone was fucking around. Hunky dory. Like, everyone loves Fatima. Everyone loves this. And no one's like, oh my God, Fatima could win. Or, oh my God, Virginia could win. And so, everyone just kind of sat there. And so, I think they're just going to get picked off because no one wanted to make a big move. Hmm. Literally agreed. I made a big move and I got killed for it. Same. Yeah. And, and on that same vein, um, why do you think it is that Woodsboro is more cohesive than Haddonfield overall, at least with like these first few votes? Um, to be completely honest, I think it's because Haddonfield has stronger players overall. I think they have stronger strategic players as a whole, and Woodsboro has that groupthink mentality. Um, I don't think that none, like any of them really could operate on their own. And so staying with the group is a lot easier for them because it requires them to think for a group instead of just themselves. And they're not willing to be cutthroat enough yet to do what it takes to win, which is why none of them are going to win. Mm. So what you're saying is it's because they suck. It's because they suck. <laughs> um, yeah, just because they suck um, <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Um, they're just not they're not quite on the same level as people like Oswald. Like if Oswald makes it to the end, I might actually vote for him. Um, he's somebody with the strategic abilities that Brandon thinks he has. Interesting. Uh, so Kaylee, uh, how do you feel about, you know, I think we know how you feel about Brandon. Um, <laughs> you agree with Aisha's kind of comparison between Brandon and Oswald. Yeah, I think Brandon thinks he has it all figured out or he has an understanding and stuff or he thinks he is this like mastermind person. But I think in what he did with calling me out and just making an ass of himself, he just put a bigger target on his back where Oswald mm -hmm. completely plays it low and doesn't let anything really get through him. And so I yeah. think Brandon wishes he was Oswald, but... Yes. So, okay. After um, Rashad was voted out, Oswald and Cordelia approached me in completely different ways. Um, Cordelia came at me very angry, very like, how could you do this? You ruined the game for all of us, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Oswald came at me and was like, I'm confused. I'm upset. And then kind of got over it very quickly. Um, Cordelia couldn't do that. And I think that it shows what kind of player Oswald is, his ability to set aside his anger about a vote for his own game and move forward. Whereas when Brandon is threatened, like he was by um, Kaylee kind of exposing him, he immediately gets defensive and wants to take to the group and say something outwardly because he thinks that's going to clear his name. But I don't think that that's really what's happening. I don't think it's going to clear his name. I think he's probably going to be the first Woodsboro to go once the group 
gets rid of all the Haddonfields. Interesting. And you, uh, you know, you had mentioned earlier, I think you said something like everything, everybody loves Fatima and you like said something similar kind of about Oswald directly. Um, how do you feel about their relationship cross tribal and generally the cross tribal partnerships as a whole? Uh, we can start with Aisha and then go to Kaylee. Um, I think that the strongest cross tribal relationship outwardly seems to be Shane and Troy. I think that they're pretty unbreakable, but I think Fatima and um, Oswald have the most low key relationship. And it's something that they're not necessarily pushing to the forefront of the conversation. They're not going to ever say like, I refuse to vote for this person. They're going to keep that kind of in their back pocket. But I do think that think they have a lot more going on than they're leading on. They're just smarter about who they give that information to. Yeah. And Kaylee, you today had had you and um, Nora and Cordelia made pleas to Virginia, uh, who was your partner. Tell us about your relationship with Virginia throughout the game and how you feel about her as your um, Woodsboro uh, other half, if you will. I don't know. I felt like she was high all the time. And did and like was always so left field and like like whenever it was time to actually like sit down and talk about the game, she would just clam up. And so she always was in this like kind of like outward, like weird persona with me. Um but what really made me mad and why like I was really gunning for her um at the second vote was because I told her, like, she asked if she was perceived as a threat. And I told her she was sociable, which people can perceive as a threat. And then she went to Oswald and told him that I said that she was a big threat in the game and everyone wanted, wanted to vote her out. And so, like, that's when I, like, started to not trust her anymore. And she just, like, she would do stuff like that. She would take what you would say and twist it in a way to make you, like, the bad guy or, like, she was just a really good at manipulating words. And I think because she plays the same character, people think that she's not as like, she's not as on like on top of it as she is. You know, like oh she like, is any They're like gaslighters, like <laughs> them. <laughs> like Virginia oh, and Brandon are like these big gaslighters. Like Brandon going to the group and being like, oh my God, Kaylee's so crazy. Do you see how crazy she's being? And then you're like, no, I'm not crazy. I have the receipts. And then everybody's like, I don't know. That's what a crazy person would say. And it's like, I have the, the I have the proof. Here's the proof. Mm-hmm. And like, nobody's hearing it because he's already like, oh, she's crazy. Don't trust her. Right. And I have- is that gameplay as a jury that you respect or... Uh, is it kind of like a deal breaker in terms of your jury vote? I think I mean I think we made it pl- pretty clear um, that Brandon's like <laughs> not getting our vote. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it. No, it's not. I don't think it's good gameplay. I don't think trying to make other people look crazy is good gameplay in any capacity. It should be expressing your own strengths and knowing when to use them and when not to use them, but calling someone crazy saying that someone is you know not trustworthy in a huge group of people and hoping that they like go along with it is it's not good gameplay i don't think so at all i think it's also like it just it sound it felt like it came from like a mean place mm-hmm. like 
we were already on the phone numbers. Like I knew that we were gonna go. And he came to me and offered that as like a semblance of hope, but then just took everything and like like kicked me when I was down, which is like, a, like I never felt more defeated than I had in that moment for some reason. Like I just felt like I couldn't do anything. And he was just adding fuel to the fire. And then like, it wasn't even like a small call out. It was like, he wouldn't stop. He like kept going. And then he went in the tribal council and kept going. It was just like, he like he felt like he never like like he just ah oh, it was so frustrating. But I will never vote for him to win ever ever ever. Yeah. And like <laughs> as an extension, you know, you don't describe Virginia in so many certain terms, but you gave her similar qualifiers as you did to Brandon. Um, Virginia's gameplay, the points in which you felt it were it was manipulative. Is that a deterrent for your jury vote, or do you have respect for how Virginia approached you, uh, game wise? I have more respect for Virginia because okay. I think she was more like she would twist what I say, but like like I said in, the, in like I think whatever post it was, like this is the game. It should be fun. We shouldn't be being mean to people. And so while Virginia may have like took what I said and twisted it, I never felt like she was doing it in a malice way or a way that like was to make me look stupid. Um, so I respect Virginia more for playing a game than Brandon I do for just being a shitty person. <laughs> and so, I think we all we all really appreciate uh, uh, Kaylee. I think having that like fun loving like um, almost like living in the moment sort of mentality. I'm curious, um, and Aisha, I'll ask you this next. What was your favorite moment in the game, Kaylee? God. Okay. Um. Oh fudge. I think it was like favorite because it was the funniest. It's just when Paz went on about that damn sun explosion. Shit. <laughs> Don't know if that's fucking real. I never looked it up, but I was cackling that entire day because I was like, I don't know if this bitch is serious or if this is just some wild shit, but it was the funniest shit and it like made my day. So that was my favorite part. Oh my God. That, I think that is genuinely one of the funniest things I have ever experienced. I have never seen, I think it really is an excuse because I did like a lot, I honestly did a lot of research afterwards. I tried to find like anything that would prove if there was a three to five hour blackout in anywhere, there would be something on the news about it. And there was nothing. And then she was like sending articles from like 2013. <laughs> Group well, chat. I will tell you guys that article was given to her by me. Uh, no. Oh, really? <laughs> so I will say that there is no. So Paz lives in Chile. Um, okay. And I think her inter. She has a boyfriend or someone that she's dating, and she lost cell phone reception, and the person she was with told her that it's due to like sun flaring. And so she lost reception and was just kind of like, well, you know, that's it. There's no way for me on the internet otherwise than my cell phone. So um, I just won't sign on. And so in her eyes, she wasn't necessarily lying, but she was yeah. struggling based on, you know, being primarily not an English speaker, was like struggling to verbalize her idea that like, you know, Sunraised had like flared her T-Mobile hotspot. And so... Oh, we provided that article, but <laughs> it, it kind of was an excuse. Like, she lost cell phone reception and decided, 
Well, that's it for me today. <laughs> Signing off. Well, what frustrated me most was that she disappeared and then all of a sudden her cell reception came back literally five minutes after we finished the challenge. <laughs> no backup. It was like, oh my God, guys, the sun exploded. Like, <laughs> Straight up, get out of my face right now. And I, I just had five hours on that's because you finished the challenge at night the sun was down <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god I, I do i do have to add speaking of icons definitely make a point of checking out genesis's video confessional about I, it after the game well, absolutely a delight i feel horrible about that i like i do have one regret in the game and it is not telling genesis about about the vote going on her. I think that if I would have known that Merge was 100% coming next, I would have said something to her because I was afraid that there was going to be one more vote next and it was going to be me for telling her mm. that the vote and and that they were going to they were going to target me for it. And so I didn't say anything and I regret it because like I think going in with like a couple numbers of people that I actually did trust because I mean, really me and Kaylee went in with people that were forming something without us and we were kind of screwed if we would have stayed for another round. I think it was going to be 100% one of us going. So the merge came at the time that it really needed to for our games. But yeah, without Genesis, I think we, we really didn't have that outlet that we needed. It's unfortunate. Because she was great. She didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I felt really bad. She's such a queen. But also, I will say, it's kind of nice to know that I, d I might not have won, but I did flush three idols in the time that I was in this game. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of incredible. It's so much fun. And um, I that's, yeah, I don't really regret anything else. That's definitely quite an accomplishment. I'm glad that you brought genesis up and everything that happened with her i want to ask you aisha how you think the game would have played out differently knowing what you know now if you had you know gone with that you know potential instinct and told genesis hey player player idol and then she's at merge do you think you would still be here how do you think the game would have played out in that um i think that i don't know I think that if she wasn't there, Linus, or if she was there, Linus wouldn't be. Um, so I don't know what would have changed, really. I think I would have had one more person that I actually did trust, and maybe I would feel a little bit more comfortable sticking with Haddonfield that first vote. Um, I think that maybe voting out a Woodsboro that first round could have secured my spot, and then if I wanted to flip, I could have flipped and taken out Rashad the next round. Um, so I think I would have felt a little bit more secure in my position on Haddonfield if I just had one more person. But um, I don't know. At that point, like, I kind of did trust Linus a lot. And so it was one or the other. Getting rid of Linus or getting rid of Genesis was essentially the same idea, except I found out after that that Linus had been working with that majority group and is continuing to lie about it. So I don't know. I don't know what could have changed. I, I would like to just tell myself so that I don't feel so shitty about it, that nothing would have changed. I'd still be here. 
Um, there's really nothing I could have done. That way I don't have to take accountability for, for my actions. <laughs> That's completely fair. And we're not here to play Monday morning quarterback or what have you. I think at this point, we would like to segue into individual questions, if that's all right. Um, Kaylee, I would like to start with you. Girl, this was your first game. Yeah. Your hinge recruit, um, which I think is, to this day, I, I don't know how it could be surpassed. I think it is my favorite recruitment story ever in this series, and I, I don't see that changing for a long time. Um, I just want you to answer, like, yes or no. Did you, did you have fun playing the game? Yes, I really did. Um, emotional, frustrating, took up a majority of my life for a while. Um, but it was really fun. And I hope I get to play again. I mean, I hope that you get to play again, too. It's not my call, but I'm, I'm a big Kaylee fan. So... Um, I just kind of, you know, I think it's always so fascinating to watch people that have never played in these games come in and have their first experience. So I think yeah. what we would like to know is, did you come in with any sort of set strategy? No. Like, I literally, it was like, I think <laughs> we, maybe, that I applied and then, like, figured out what I was doing. And then, like, I don't have a Discord. Like, I, like, don't play a lot of games. I'm bad at puzzles. Like, I was just like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But I love reality television. And I've always imagined being on a show, mainly Bad Girls Club, but also Survivor. <laughs> um, and so I kind of like thought like I needed to get a group and I needed to like find people I could stick with. But I need to make big plays because I think big plays like Floaters Grab a Life Fest, like that whole thing is so real. I hate people that just float throughout the whole game. Um, so I knew I was coming in, I needed to make a group of friends and I needed to make big moves. And that's all of the strategy I had. And I, I, wanna, I wanna interject real quick and say that, you know, given the lack of um, knowledge you had going in about really any part of this, you consistently like read everything and every question you asked was relevant and unanswered. Were there people who've been playing these games for years who would ask me things that were like highlighted in red text? So. <laughs> I think the fact that you came in with such a learning curve and literally adapted so well is just really a testament to your your intelligence and your competency. So I wanted to say that. Thank you. You could just say no next time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Reading, y'all. It's fundamental. Yeah, Noel today asked me what the link to the board was. So Oh no. <laughs> not that. I did not the slander right now. Yeah, it's getting edited out. You don't get to <laughs> For sure. <laughs> anyway, so I want to get back to Kaylee. Um, so it's it's no surprise that you were kind of a player that, you know, didn't really hold information super close to your chest. You were a little bit loosey-goosey with the information that you shared. Did you was that like a conscious like thing on your part, or did it just sort of happen? as the game was progressing. I'm a gossip. I know I am. Um, and I just felt like I was telling the people that I could trust. And I think I just have a trusting nature inherently. Like I trust mm -hmm. everybody until they give me a reason not to. And so I think I started off like telling everyone and then that dwindled down to like 
Cordelia at the end. And so I think like I started off real loose lips and learned real fast that I should probably not be that way. For sure. So kind of like pivoting off of that, do you think that if you were to return and play another game, like how would your approach change as far as information flow goes? I would be a lot more selective on who knows my business. And I would also be a lot more level-headed um, going into things. I like, I like was really, when, when I found out Brandon lied today and like about everything, it just made me so mad. And so that's why I told everyone, because I was like, if I can just get this information to as many people as I can, maybe they'll fucking vote him mm-hmm. out and not me out. Um, and so I think I would be a lot more selective with who gets to know my business and be a lot more level-headed about those decisions. That's awesome. We, we love a learning experience, so to speak. Um, your, your confrontation, I guess, for lack of a better word, with Brandon today was, was pretty iconic. Oh, um, Yeah, so I'm hearing kind of that that wasn't really strategy. You were just really pissed off. Is that correct? Yeah, I wrote written out like a paragraph. Like that paragraph I wrote, I worked on that at work for like 30 minutes because I was like, I'm gonna get everything that I need to say in this little paragraph and just post it. And I was like, I'm just gonna call him out and fuck everybody. I don't care. But then I took a second and I was like, you know what? Like if I just put myself out there like that, like people are gonna think I'm for lack of a better word, crazy, like Brandon called me. And so like I shouldn't post that. And so when he posted his, I automatically posted that as a response because of anger and because of like frustration. And so I think if I would have like taken a moment, I probably could have twisted that moment a little better instead of just being like a bitch off. Um, but yeah, it was it was really frustration and anger at that point at him for just being rude. It was wow. a, it was yeah. a beautiful artistic moment when the second Brandon called you. You were ready. You had it ready to go. You were ready to fight. You've been talking about wanting to fight all day. <laughs> I know. I was so ready to tag you and said, "Hey, Kaylee," and then you immediately pasted. Tell <laughs> <laughs> if if that was just happenstance that you both both posted at basically the same time, but I just love that you were like ready with the receipts just to lay them down, and then it devolved into a gift war, and it was just amazing. You suck so petty. Now we did it in the tribal council, but ah, uh, so over it. I, you know, I have seen my share of orc fights, but I've never seen one to evolve to only gifts, in which you and Brandon alternated sending each other scathing real housewives gifts <laughs> after calling each other obscenities. Um, was that you just having fun, or like? I mean, I'm just so fascinated by, like, the social dynamic of two people screaming at each other and then sending, like, funny gifts. Like, the blend of that to me. I just need more more information from you, Kaylee. I took a step back because I think, like, I am a rational person. I am, like, a mature individual. I am 26 goddamn years old. I should not be yelling at someone on the internet about a game, you know? And so I... Took it as a moment to just like try to make it more lighthearted, but then he would just be a bitch about everything. So that made me sometimes go back and sometimes be gift. But I tried to make it more lighthearted in the end and just be over it. We kept on pushing buttons, man. Well, you certainly delivered. 
for your first game and you should be super proud of yourself. I think that Noel is going to take over with some questions for Aisha. Hi. Aisha, are you still here, love? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I <laughs> The mute button is really getting me today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, well, I have I have one more question for Kaylee, actually. Oh, okay. never mind. Rewind. We'll just go. We'll go sit back down then. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, fine. We're fine. <laughs> um, so, in the midst of the argument, Brandon, um, there was a comment about uh, how you've been honest with some people the entire game, and you listed uh, Cordelia, Linus, etc. Oh my, <laughs> my two questions are: Did you just forget about Oswald, or did you just know you hadn't been honest with Oswald? <laughs> I forgot who existed. Like I really did. I couldn't think of his fucking name. <laughs> oh no! I would just love. Honestly, that is the. I had to like take a second and just like inhale and exhale. That was the most I've laughed, I think, in so long. When like Brandon's like, he's like, who have you been honest with? Who have you been honest with, Kaylee? And you say, Linus, Cordelia, etc. Twelve other people. <laughs> I'm like reading all of this at the fucking manor. He's just reading this like. She was lying to me this entire time. Yeah, yeah, mind you, listing people that you did lie to more than one time. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of et cetera, right? It could be one person or it could be the other 10 people or oh, however right. many no you're knows. playing with. No one knows. The genius. Kaylee's literally like, bold of you to assume I remember these people's names. Honestly, I think... Iconic. Anyone else have any other questions for Miss Kaylee? <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, screenshot this. Off the stage again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, actually, we have questions for Rashad. Oh, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the exit? <laughs> All right, I posted that etc. line. <laughs> Oh my god, thank Sorry. you. <laughs> oh god. Et cetera, et cetera. Oh my god. Oh. Times to me also was hilarious. Yeah. I just I so wanna comment and say like um I think that, you know, the game's the game and all, but I think that these are the sorts of memories that you're going to keep and, like, these are the things we're, we're going to remember about this season. And so even if you don't, like, win, I think to both of you this applies to, really, you both, like, deliver, like, a true entertainment and star power. And for that, I think that's a job well done to both of you. Thank you. Yeah. Really you. funny girls. <laughs> <laughs> what we deliver. You bring the laughs. Yeah. Always. Comedy queens. Yeah, we're the comedy queens. And what are they? They're pageant queens, and they're not <laughs> Not the pageant queens. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I do have uh, questions for uh, Miss... Haley? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I got confused. Yeah, yeah I... <laughs> we're still talking about Kaylee. 
etc. 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 Well, first I'll say, I uh, I apologize because I cursed you because you were my winner pick, and so thanks for letting me down. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was my winner pick too, to be honest. <laughs> um, so you did. Uh, one thing I find really interesting is you did um, come from the Open ID community, and this is only your second game. So you did a stark jump from one style of game to another. Did you? Uh, How did you find that transition? Did you find it easier to talk to people over text, or did you find it harder to read them? Like, how do you? Um, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all are in my live confessional. You know that I was like so paranoid the entire time I was playing this game. I like, I made a jump. I wanted to try Alias because I wanted to work more on strategy than my social abilities because I was kind of branded in the, my like first open, first ever game. And in that open ID game, as like one of the most social players in the game. And um, I wanted to kind of like take a step back from that and work a little bit more on my strategy. Um, and I think that for some pre people it worked really well on and for others it didn't necessarily. I mean, Rashad said I was a, like, I was boring and I've never been called boring a day in my life. I was very offended by that. I will hold on to that forever. <laughs> um, but I do, I sometimes I'm worried that like, my personality doesn't translate as well over uh, messages than it does in person. And um, I think that's still true, but I did get to do things that I couldn't do in orgs or in orgs and um, in open ID. And it was to be a little bit more cutthroat and make decisions more for myself and um, sort of take the, the human aspect out of it for a game but it was a little bit tougher, to be honest. Um, I did get to make a big, big move before I left. Um, and that was a lot of fun. I, I, that was what I came here to do. I came here to make a big move and I knew it was potentially going to ruin my game, but it's what I wanted to do. And that's like what I was ready to have fun and, and like fuck around and just like do something crazy before I got voted out. So I'm glad I had the chance to do that before I got kicked Emma, I yeah i love sorry oh. no go ahead oh i was just gonna say i love that they uh that you were able to enjoy an alias game even though you know it is hard to make that transition from getting to see people's faces to just like reading text and it's all up to your own interpretation about it yeah that is really that i found to be one of the hardest parts of the game was I had a really hard time trusting anything that anybody said to me. Um, I think kind of the opposite of what, of what Kaylee was saying, like I am not, just generally not a trusting person. And so going into a game where I can't read people's body language, I can't like look at them and see if they're really like telling me the truth. And um, when they say like, you're my number one, usually, you know, when that's authentic and when that's not, when people are saying it over message, it's just like, it doesn't feel authentic at all. And there's some people that I really just read them right off the bat and was not prepared to, to give them any information, but I think it was a little too closed off for other people. Um, I, I kind of follow up in terms of, you know, we didn't really discuss your partner, Yakov, when I had asked the question to, to Kaylee. And, you know, I think there's an interesting parallel of, 
your both of your first games were Endure Nine, and then you came into this game kind of with the desire to make a strategic uh, move um, and kind of get away a bit of like the social, uh, like the the social tightrope, if you will. Um, Yakov made his move in round two when he forced everyone to blindside Janice, and then he got kind of you know immediately blindsided after, and then you, you suffered a similar but not too similar fate in that you probably would have survived had like more people been or less people been immune rather in the round you left and why um i'm curious i think the the parallel for me is that both of you consider big moves to be like uh, a natural consequence of separating your head and heart so i'm curious to get your insight as to why you think that you and yakov both had very similar trajectories even if yours was um, more carefully and strategically delayed. Well, so I will say, um, we both came in with the intention of making big moves, but Yakov's big move was a jump. It was a gut reaction to something. It was a gut reaction to not being included in a group. And um, so he saw this like opportunity to make a big move. And... Um, I knew as soon as it happened that it was going to be the end of Yakov's game because, you know, playing with him before, I know that he paints himself as a threat very quickly. And if he does that, he immediately, he can't take it back. And um, so I, I knew as soon as this whole big plan for him planned out or played out, he was, he was pretty much done for. Um, for me, I think the way that I went about that move would have worked had I just stuck with Woodsboro, but I knew what was going to happen if I did that. And I just wasn't prepared to oh. make that jump. So um, I think that it was one of those things where had I just done the thing that I didn't want to do a little bit more than doing what I thought was best for my game long-term what killed me in the end so i don't know i think there are different game moves um with like a little bit of a different intention behind them but um ultimately like we came in wanting to be a little bit more cutthroat wanting to take our feelings out of of these games because we you know had a very emotional run on endure and um didn't want to do that in the alias in the alias kind of community just be a little bit more like strategic as opposed to social and making those like aggressive connections. That makes sense. Okay. Back to you, Noel. Thanks for letting me punt it. No, no problem. Um, it seems like your theme is really separating your head from your heart. And since this is only your second game, you really, I guess you tried to play more, you said more strategically this time. Um, do you think going forward, if you play another game, will you try to combine the head and heart and balance yeah. it out a little bit more? Or what did you what did you learn about yourself basically? Yeah, I learned that my strength in these games is the connections that I'm capable of making. And I didn't focus as much on those connections in this game. And I think that that could have been a big reason why I was like on the chopping block a lot on Haddonfield before merge. Um, so I think if I would have been a little bit more aware of my strengths in that respect it could have it could have helped me long term so yeah if i ever play another alias game and i'm kind of hoping to do that 
I will definitely try to marry the two and uh, play to my strengths, still try and make those necessary connections and then still be a little bit more strategic within a group as opposed to being strategic individually. Yeah, that's actually a good lead in to the next question because early on on Haddonfield, you seem to be in a really, really good position and then you just kind of lost it. Is that just because you didn't you didn't keep up those bonds or was there something so, else happening there? Um, there was just, I mean, you guys definitely know, you have a different perspective on the game, but I started to see another group forming without me and I had, I couldn't do anything about it. You know, I can't push myself into a group that doesn't want me. And so my goal when I saw this group forming was to become invaluable to those people who are in that big group. That way, when a name gets thrown out, they won't throw mine out first. So I knew that Oswald was at the head of that group and getting close to Oswald was how I was going to keep myself alive on Haddonfield. And um, I think for the most part, that was the case. Um, he, you know, assured me that, that I wasn't going anywhere, that he was going to take care of me, which I think made him an even bigger threat in my eyes. Cause he was sort of verifying that he was the one who controlled everything, you know, no decisions were made without him. Um, so um, he was definitely the person who controlled Haddonfield and I knew it. I just couldn't necessarily, I can't take that away from someone. I can't throw out the name of the biggest person on this tribe um, and, and right. to tell the tale about it. So yeah, um, I was aware of it. I just, you know, I had to play carefully and make sure that I don't die every round. So, sis, let me ask you then, if you knew they didn't want you, why did you immediately flip back to them after flipping on them the first time? Because it went with my plan. Um, my my big plan was to vote out Haddonfield, preferably Oswald, but um, that that wasn't going to happen with, you know, Fatima being super close to him. Um, so I went with the next best option, and that was um getting rid of Rashad and so I did that and then uh, to be honest I think I would have done it I would have I would have stuck with Woodsboro for one more vote if the vote was Oswald or Shane but those weren't options in this round okay yeah voting out Linus one doesn't benefit my game um in the long run. And also like, I just didn't want to vote Linus out. Like I felt um, very protective of him for some reason. I don't know why I just felt like really connected to him and didn't really want him to go anywhere. Um, and then I was never going to vote out Kaylee. That was never going to be an option. Um, so really we were the only three options in that round. So it didn't benefit me in any capacity to vote out Kaylee or Linus yeah. within that round. So voting with Woodsboro didn't make any sense. No, totally fair totally fair but I digress you know <laughs> if, if um if I had known that it was you know Linus's game or my game I probably yeah. would have just Linus well I mean I will say like Tracy said earlier you know this is your first alias game and I think for it being your first game you did really well and you should be proud of yourself 
Well, thank you. Um, I, I did my best. <laughs> I had fun. I think we have some closing questions now, unless anyone has well, any follow-up questions. I, I have one Go ahead. question for Aisha. Yep. So you <laughs> found out about Genesis's idol from Yakko. <laughs> oh, mistakes. Um, you told Paz. Yeah. Um, that tracks. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I think like, oh, I also love to gossip. And I got like so excited <laughs> when someone told me that. And I just could not help myself. Paz was like the first person I think that I was you know, talking to actively when I found out and I just like got so excited and I told her and immediately regretted it. Cause I was like, this girl is so like out there. She is not like, she is not the person I should have told and like just instantly regretted it. But um, yeah, don't know why I told her there. <laughs> uh, some mistakes were made. I uh, wish I hadn't, but whatever you know it didn't change much to be honest i still got paz out and i still got genesis out so um yeah i i guess it it didn't end my game but it could have it really could have and when genesis did come to you and say <laughs> hey <laughs> well sorry but i have this Dude. Um, why what exactly she... was your thought process when I don't, she was telling you My jaw, like, literally dropped. There were two people in this game that sent me these, like, long-ass paragraphs about, like, I am so sorry I was not honest with you. Like, you were, you were great. You're my number one. Like, I, I want us to go super far together. And the fact that I didn't tell you this is, like, breaking my heart. But, like, here it is. I have an idol. Please don't be mad at me. And I'm like, girl, I just told literally every single person in this game that you have an idol before you told me and confirmed it. So, um, so sorry. Um, but I had to like just hope that it didn't get back to her because, yeah, she she just told me this whole long thing. I lost it. I like I I don't know. I got so excited. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why is I just basically exposed her. She found out that I exposed her and then she felt the need to apologize to me and confirm that she had an idol. I'm like, why are you telling me these things? I think a lot, a lot of people thought I was more trustworthy than I actually was. And I just really wasn't. So <laughs> I feel bad about that. Poor Genesis. She's so nice. I feel so bad. I mean, Cordelia did the same thing. And which d never made sense to me. Don't know why she told me that. Um, but she also sent me this really long thing about um, being feeling bad for not telling me and all that shit. I was like, girl, we're not close. You don't have to tell me this. Like, if you want to tell me, that's awesome. But, you know, I won't tell anybody. And then, like, I definitely told people. <laughs> so, like, I told everybody everything. Good and Evil 17, no secrets. Like, literally, no secrets. Not a single secret. Um, I would love to do, before we, like, do the, the wrap-up questions, I would love to do the word association, if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, what's that? Yeah, so, um, this is going to be rapid-fire for both Aisha and Kaylee. I'm going to say the name of a player left in the game, and you uh -huh. say the 
first word that comes to your mind, okay? Oh, no. Okay. We're going to do it in a randomized order, so you okay. can't. And so we'll do Aisha, then Kaylee. Keep it alphabetical. Um, you only have a few seconds, okay? Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so alternate Aisha, Kaylee, Aisha, Kaylee. So the second that Aisha speaks, Kaylee, you go next. Okay. All right, here we go. Virginia. Crazy. Batshit. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, a uh, bitch. Fucking douche. <laughs> Cordelia. Um, quiet. Mm. Respectful. Shane. Snake. Dick. <laughs> Fatima. Um, Loki. Don't understand why she's as popular as she is. <laughs> Love that um, being one word. <laughs> a lot of dashes. Uh, next is Nora. Oh, oh, ghost. Forgettable. What'd you say, Katie? You said forgettable. Forgettable. <laughs> okay. Uh, Oswald. Uh, winner. Sneaky. Troy. Loyal. Stubborn. Diego. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Who exactly? Uh, <laughs> okay, finally, Linus. Aw, uh, King. Sweet. Okay, I return my time. That was so fun. Thank you, I like that. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, how... um. How likely are you to send Brandon a Christmas card? Uh, fucking, like, my reputation <laughs> negative nine. Negative uh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he is a different breed. He better be apologizing after this. I know. I just, I wonder if I met him in real life or I'd punch him in the face. Probably not. He's like, he's, he's like, I'm sorry, I have to go on a, like, I'll be very quick. Um, he is like such a shallow player like he he makes these promises that are so very obviously transparent he'll kind of come at you and be like you know you're safe you're like i got i promise you you're okay you're going to be fine and you know that that's not the case like you see right through it but sometimes you have no options and you kind of have have to go with what you have and i think that's what he is is manipulating right now is just the people who have no other options and it's just ugh, it's so ugly like just be better like be less transparent be better at being personable because you're like not yeah his jury management is like non-existent so bad like so bad you know what and to be honest they might take him out at the like as soon as they get rid of all the Haddonfields but I don't think it's smart for them to do that because I don't think he'll get a single vote like a chaos path. Like, let's bring it back. Yes. Like, he's he's just not. Like, there is no winner potential there. At all. <laughs> Sorry. No, hey. <laughs> Put it in the book. <laughs> not the book. So, uh, since we... Okay, go ahead, Noel. I was going to just transition into, since we... Uh, just hated on Brandon. Maybe they should tell us who they, uh, who their favorite person in the game was. Besides, oh. yeah, I was gonna yeah. say besides Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
besides each other? Linus. Linus. I would say Cordelia. Like, she would just bitch with me about everybody, and it was just so great. She's so funny. Like, not to bring up Paz again, but with that fucking son explosion, Cordelia had me cackling all. No, same. Same. She said the funniest things. I was like, this is not real. Like, this conversation. (laughs) We got the episode title together. That was super fun. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, Cordelia is really sweet. And I hope she, I think she'll be taken out within the next few rounds, but I really don't want her to be. Yeah. I, yeah. I think like who I want to win and who I liked the most in this game are different. Mm-hmm. I think like in terms of like who deserves to, I don't know if this is going to be a question you guys ask, but um, yeah, I think that like in terms of who I think deserves to win at this point, it's definitely Oswald. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of who I would love to see win, it's Linus. So I don't know. It's tough there. Kaylee, who do you want to see win? Who do you think you're going to win? I want to see Cordelia win because she's just nice and she spent so much time with me looking for that damn idol and that Elvamore, El- whatever the fuck you say it, that fucking board. And uh, I spent so much time there um, looking for that. And so I really want her to win just for that moment. Um, who do I think is going to win? I think it's going to be Oswald or Foxima, one of the two. Okay. And, you know, I think we, uh, we might've missed this earlier, but I think we might've entirely glossed over, uh, both of your like opinions on Shane. Um, can you kind of like, we can start with Aisha. Um, you, you said, you said he's a snake and your word association. Um, why has your opinion on Shane changed since the, um, the, the pre-merge phase? I think my opinion on Shane has been that way since like the first or second round. I I think that he, I knew he was playing both sides and I tried to, ex- I couldn't express it to Kaylee because I wasn't sure how close her and Shane were at that point. And I knew he was playing both sides. I knew he was creating alliances on the side and I couldn't say anything. So when the Genesis vote came up, I was glad she finally said something like we kind of just have to go with this vote because I don't think that we have the numbers, even though in, in theory, you know, within this group chat that we had with Shane, we had the numbers. We didn't have the numbers. We like, I, I think her and I both knew that, um, or he and I, I guess now, um, both knew that, (laughs) that something was off about Shane and we couldn't, um, couldn't trust him. So I think it, it was a pretty quick shift. It's just like, I liked him as a person and I really liked talking to him. Um, but I knew pretty quickly he was someone I, I just couldn't tell anything to. Hey, and Kaylee, do you echo uh, Aisha Cinnamons? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I specifically remember us having a conversation where like we were like, I think Shane is not with us. <laughs> like, I, think, I think Shane is like not being as brutal as he says he is. Um, and so I just, and I told this to people too. I was like, if he just lost, whenever he loses a challenge, like I used to say earlier, he's going to go home because he's a big Mm -hmm. threat. And so I think he's, he's smart. He's good at a computer. He knows how to fucking Google things faster than me. Um, (laughs) but when he, when he stumbles, it's going to be a big stumble. Yeah. 
I I agree. I think that he, um, and me and Rashad had spoken about it a little bit um, over the last two days. Shane is transparent. He, if we were able to pick up on that pretty quickly in the game, then everybody has picked up on it by now. You know, we've all realized that not only is Shane a challenge threat, but he's, you know, he's a snake. Like he is playing every angle of this game. He's trying to make these group chats with everybody. Cordelia's already hip to it, which means that she's going to tell Oswald, which means Oswald's not going to trust Shane. And his only hope is that Woodsboro keeps him around. And I don't think that's going to happen. And so let's say you both kind of expressed the fact that you think Shane's likelihood to get to the final two is very low. Let's say somehow he does, somehow he gets there. Will that transparent gameplay be a deterrent for you as, as a juror, or will kind of that double-sidedness to him, as you've expressed, be um, a reason to vote for him, rather? What are your um, thoughts? You sort of like I think, like, yeah, like his... If he can manage to make it to the end with being this transparent, depending on who he's next to, I will vote for him. I think like if he's capable of being like so all over the place and so like sneaky, making these moves, like controlling these different groups and getting away with it, like, sure, I'll vote for him. That's fucking wild. Like, that's so impressive that he was able to survive despite having a huge threat level. Yeah, I'll, I would vote for him. Unless he's up against Oswald, then I would vote for Oswald. Okay. Kaylee, what are your thoughts? I think the cool thing about the jury is we get to hear what other people say when they come back. And mm-hmm. so I'm interested to see if he keeps, because kind of like with Virginia, like I don't think anything he ever did was like with malice or like, like he never was mean about anything. And so I think if that continues, I could vote for him in the final two. But if people start rolling in and they're like well Shane's like a bigger dick now than he ever was then I wouldn't <laughs> for him Thank sweet you. Sammy do you want to sign us off if you're still there still here and yeah I can definitely sign us off so okay sorry <laughs> I had to speak no I, evil I, I, no I, evil. I had to remember <laughs> for a minute anyway <laughs> Aisha Kaylee Thank you so much for playing. You still have an important role to play as jury members. And we hope that you had a great time. Thanks for sitting down and chat with us tonight. This has been another amazing segment of the Speak No Evil podcast. And we hope you'll join us next time.